Do you need a landscaping job tackled? Keen Landscaping is a family-owned and operated full-service landscaping company based in Dallas, Texas. Anything from property restoration and tree pruning or removal to landscape design, construction, and installation, Keen covers it all. They're also the official landscape company of the Dallas Stars. Learn more at KeenLandscaping.com. Again, that's K-E-A-N-E Landscaping.com. Welcome to Parker's MMA Show. If you want to learn about all things going down in the fight world, you've come to the right place. Each episode, your host, Parker Keen, will take a deeper dive into the always entertaining world of sanctioned fist fighting. Now here's your host, Parker Keen. All right, Parker's MMA Show, episode number 65. We have a very special guest on this episode, Jacob Lil Animal Silva. He is a 6-4 and four flyweight, a veteran of LFA, Fury FC, two appearances on the Dana White Contender Series, and he has an upcoming bout this Saturday. Let's go. At Fury FC 44. The guy has six finishes. He's finished all, all six of his wins. He's an absolute animal. We are so excited to have him on the pod. Jacob, welcome to Parker's MMA Show. What's up, everyone? Hey, I appreciate y'all, man. Man, thanks for the, uh, you know, chat, man. Uh, uh, you know, one correction, uh, the fight got moved to Sunday. So oh, it's Sunday. It's on Sunday so that it could be on UFC Fight Pass because uh, UFC has a fight card on Saturday. So so Fury did, didn't want to, I guess, you know, uh, take away views from their own show. So they just moved it to Sunday. So now we're, we're fighting on Sunday, you know, on UFC Fight Pass as well. So you heard the man. You know, we're going to watch three title fights, pay-per-views on Saturday. We're all going to be buzzing about it. And you're going to wake up on Sunday and you're going to be like, man, I wish I had more fights to watch. I got great news for you. Two more title fights coming up. Two more title fights. Well, Jacob, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, I want to start, you know, a lot of our a lot of our viewers are newer MMA fans or, you know, maybe not necessarily in tune with your career. So I want to just start at the beginning, Jacob. Talk to me about where you grew up and what life was like for you growing up. Man, so you know what's crazy? Uh, you know, you know, growing up, man, life was crazy, bro. I was always fighting with my brothers, you know. I grew up with, uh, with, with, with four brothers, you know. And I mean, we was always fighting, you know, trying to get each other in a freaking headlock, or, or that was pretty much like the only submission we, we all knew, you know, just trying to, trying to talk to each other and wrestle, you know, and then fight until our, our parent came and you know we got an ass whooped. But uh, I mean, uh, you know, I I grew up in uh, in the ghetto, you know, it, it wasn't uh, the best neighborhood, you know. It was was it uh, in Houston? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I grew up. I actually grew up in in, in a uh, uh, a little ward, I guess, called you know First Ward, Texas. You know, uh, over here in in Houston, we have First Ward, Second Ward, Third Ward, Fourth Ward, Fifth Ward. You know, Sixth Ward, and so on. And uh, you know, I grew up in in in, in First Ward, and uh, I mean, it was just as, as ghetto as as you know I could think. But at the time, I didn't know that you know. I, you know, I was poor, you know, I just knew that, you know, my friends had the same thing I did. So, you know, uh, uh, I didn't look at them differently or, or anything. But, I mean, we all fought. Me and my neighbors, my best friends, you know, we all fought, you know. And, and it's just something we grew up doing. So then, uh, you know, as life life went on, you know, I, I eventually, uh, 
you know, started watching this UFC MMA stuff, you know, and uh, man, that 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 you know took me by a surprise, and I, I then I just fell in love with that, you know, and then I mean, even so, that was an accident, you know. So. Talk to me about that moment, right? How old are you when you first see MMA or UFC for the first time? And how does that happen? So, you know what? I was uh, I was like 19 probably when I first watched UFC, right? And uh, I think um, I was at, at a bar or something. I don't know. And I just seen it on TV. And... And we and uh, I was with my brothers, and we seen your uh, Ryan Faber fighting. But back then, I used to have braids, you know. And uh, uh, they'll say, "Hey, Jacob, you uh, look like him, you know. Y'all freaking look alike." I like whatever. So then, you know, they would just you know try to mumble, "Hey, Jacob, you should fight, man. You should fight." I was like, "Nah, man. You know, uh, I don't fight. Like, you know, that's 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 crazy fighting. You know, I fight with my brothers, but you know, I know deep down inside, you know, we ain't trying to." Fucking knock each other's heads off. We just tussling, you know. Then uh, uh I would say uh, about when I turned 21, uh, I just started looking into you know MMA, just looking into you know trying to join a gym. And then I found a gym. It was called I think Poker MMA. You know, uh, uh, ex UFC fighter. His name was is uh, you know, Sam Hogar. And so then he opened up a gym over here in Houston, and I, I joined his gym, but uh, I mean, like, my man, you know, you don't have what with stick, blah, blah. I said, fuck that. So I just got up and left, right? I thought going to, to that gym. Yeah, I said, like, dude, you're crazy, bro. So then, uh, so then, uh, I mean, it was, it's a lot of shit, right? So then I was going to the fucking fire academy. Uh, I, was, I was going to school so I could be a firefighter, right? This is. It's kind of off topic, but it's on the same topic. So I go to school so I could be a firefighter. So, so my friend David Armas, he was actually fighting at a gym called a Silverback Fight Club, right? Um, you know, Derek Lewis, he uh first joined, uh, he first fought out of that gym as well. So I used to train with, with Derek Lewis when I was the amateur, and Derek was a uh, 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 first made his pro uh, debut. You know, uh, it's a small world, right? But uh. So then, so then I, I just joined that gym just to, uh, you know, get in shape for the fire academy because I was getting ready to start school. So as I joined the gym, I was getting in shape. My coach, um, uh, coach, coach Tony, he, uh, he, he was hey man, you know, I see you working out, uh, working out. I think you'll be a, a you know, great fighter, man. You know, you can do great things. I'm like, hell no, nah, man. I, I don't <laughs> fight, man. I'm a lover, man. You know, I don't fight. You know, and so then at this time, you know, I was shit. I was probably making like nine dollars an hour. You know, uh, uh, you know, I just had a daughter. You know, and uh, uh, my my girlfriend. You know, she had she moved in with us, and I mean times were hard. So I was like, man, you know, paying a fucking hundred dollars a month for uh for a gym fee, it just wasn't. You know, and like, I mean, it just didn't make sense. Anyway, long story short, you know, Coach Tony convinced me to fight. So, uh, so I said, okay, cool. Well, I was fighting. Uh, so my my amateur debut ended up being a a, a title fight, right? Uh, uh, for them, uh, for freaking Legacy Amateur uh, Series, 
right? And then Mick, Mick Maynard was like the owner, you know, at yep. that time. Yep. So, uh, so I was like, okay, bro, the guy I was fighting, uh, uh, his name was, you know, Joe Trevino. Bro, Joe Trevino had just came off of a loss from, from a title fight losing to uh, Matt Snell. You know, Matt Snell, he currently fights in the damn UFC uh, um, yep. now. Yep. So, uh, so Joe Trevino came off that loss, and then I was fighting him. Joe was now 3-1. and one. I was making my amateur uh, debut, a title fight, you know, main, main, main event. Been like five months of training. And, uh, man, I fucking went out there, man. We uh, fought, you know, the fight with the distance. You know, I, I lost in a – I don't know if it was a decision or a split decision, but, you know, I still lost. And then uh, – Man, the rest is fucking history, man. I, after that, you know, I, I became popular and I just kept on training and fighting. Then, you know, as amateur, I built up a record of uh, nine and four as amateur. And uh, I think I had like five amateur titles, you know, here in fucking Houston, Galveston, Kyle Station and stuff. And then uh, I eventually uh, uh, turned pro after fighting amateur like four years. I, I, I eventually, you know, turned pro. Long story, bro. My bad. So no, no, no that's all good. So let's let's t- add to your amateur career a little bit. What what's one of your? We asked this to all the guys. What's one of your craziest stories from your amateur fighting career? Man, uh, I so really it was it was my my damn uh my fucking amateur debut, right? So so I sold like maybe fifty tickets, right? And I mean you you gotta realize I, I'm selling tickets to a bunch of like thugs or you you know hood people so when i took that loss man everybody started throwing like beer water bottle in the in the middle of the cage and, and then and then there was a fucking riot upstairs right and so so during this, this riot it was some of my friends and my family and and uh you you know that daniel Pineda was 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 up there also you know he fights in the damn UFC also but at this time he wasn't you know so then, uh, Daniel was was fighting out of a four ounce fight club, you know. So uh, so then, whenever they all start, started talking shit to each other, they all started fighting. So it was like a rumble upstairs because the fight was at the House of Blues. So the House of Blues, there's the first floor, then there's the second floor. Well, everybody was on, was on the second floor. So then, when I took that loss, you know, they all started talking mess to each other. Then they started fighting. They were throwing bottles and and cups and water and beer all inside the cage and it was crazy so then uh uh as i'm walking out they asked me to hey <laughs> nah, nobody man i don't know i don't know them at all you know i'm i'm not a fish I'm like i don't know nobody man but uh yeah i mean if you think that would probably be like the craziest uh, moment you know and then it took me about uh, about a year to get a, another fight for an agency, but but eventually I did, you know. And, uh, <laughs> and I mean, uh, bro, yeah, that night was crazy. So after your amateur career, when was the moment that you were like, "Yeah, I'm ready to go pro"? And when you made that decision, what things, if anything, in your life had to change, you know, now that you're a professional fighter? Yeah, well, you know, at that time when I turned pro. Uh, uh, so, you know, no, I, I was already fighting for like, you know, nine and four was my record. So, uh, uh, you know, I was fighting for like 
four years as an amateur, still still not making any money, you know. And then my uh, daughter, she's like four at this time, you know. And uh, you know, I'm making okay money, but now I'm working in a freaking warehouse. So uh, you know, things are okay. And my uh, uncle, you know, he was like, "Hey, Jacob, like, man, you know, it's time to turn pro, like, bro. You can't just fight fight amateur forever, like, you know, it's either now or or never, you know." Like there's there's no big difference from 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 you know your amateur uh from from being far into your amateur experience. so uh your your pro a day too. So I fuck it. So when I decided to turn pro, uh, the gym I was training at closed down. So so then I I didn't have a gym. So I was just training with my uncle and and a uh, boxing coach. So then when we were doing that, uh, I pretty much had two boxing coaches in my corner on my pro debut. So then we were fighting and stuff, and, and then the guy gave me a fucking knee bar, right? And and I probably haven't been working just in like two months. You know, we were just doing hands. So then, uh, uh, you know, he caught me in the freaking knee bar, and then, you know, my, my knee tapped like two or three times, I, I can feel it, you know, just popping. So then uh I fucking tapped out and then then after my first fight I joined the uh I joined the gym that I'm at now which is called a Metro Fight Club on their uh coach named Saul Solis. You know, he's a pretty pretty famous uh coach though. And uh you know so like the thing that I had to change uh I mean I I really didn't Changed much. I just went to a different gym that had a different training strategy. You know, the fighters there were 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 better. You know, the fighters there they were about fighting. You know, they weren't about going out, going to club. You know, they took fighting fucking serious. So when I joined that type of environment, you know, uh, that really just changed my my uh, training level as well. So I mean, I I didn't change much until COVID, until COVID had happened because like because ever since. Uh, April 2020, I was working a a, a full time job, you know, and then whenever April came about with the whole COVID of of, of virus, then I got laid off. Then I like, well, fuck it, you know, I just become a full time fighter now since I'm fucking laid off. So, uh, you know, I didn't change anything until until COVID happened. You know, I I was never training two three times regardless training, you know, once a day. But when I will go train, you know, I'll make a count. So, uh, you know, I probably wouldn't be here where I'm at now if it wasn't for my uh, coach. So talk to me, Jacob. Obviously, you you mentioned it here, but you come out, you come out, you turn pro, and you lose the first two, right? What is that, what is that like mentally, and how did you overcome that? So, you, you know what's crazy is that uh, – is that when I joined Metro Fight Club, I only trained with uh, Coach Saw uh, for like a month, maybe three weeks. But the last week, I'm just trying trying to cut weight. So uh, you know, I eventually went and I fought um, my my second opponent, and then I I lost to him in a freaking decision, right? And then that guy he eventually went, you know, on a freaking uh, a fucking kill streak, you know. He he eventually won the damn um the freaking LFA title, right? Then he went to the fucking 
UFC, right? So now I'm like, fuck, like, man, you know, you know, I went to this with him. You know, he finished, I should be there, you know, I, I got to be there. But, you, you know, I wasn't financially stable as, as much as, as, as uh, that guy. I mean, you know, not saying anything like that, but, you know, my life, you know, outcomes were different, you know. I, I had to pay bills, you know. I, I couldn't just focus on training, I, you know. Uh, you know, I wasn't making my fight purse wasn't more than my paycheck, so I'm like, why am I gonna, you know, go fight and miss a week of work when I'm I'm gonna lose money? So if if anything, so then uh, dude, I forgot the damn question you asked me. <laughs> I I asked what I asked you about is how do you overcome mentally two losses in a row at the beginning of your pro career? Yeah, well, you, you know what, uh. When I lost those two fights, man, I, I, I told myself, like, Jacob, you can't lose three fights in a row. You know, you know, even as an amateur, I, I never lost three fights in a row. I mean, I lose two, but then I will come back, you know. So then whenever that, that third fight came, my my coach was like, Jacob, just listen to me, just, just listen to me, just, you know, try to stay calm. And I, you know, you're not better, uh, uh, you know, you know, this guy isn't better than you or anything like that. So, so I was just, uh, uh, you know, it was really my, my coach talking, uh, positivity to me, you know, and, uh, that's, you know, that's, that's what uh, really kept me from like, from, 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 from like fighting myself, you know, was, was my coach, you know, talking to me. But, uh, I mean, I, I've never seen myself going only three. You know, I always see myself. You know, I'm, I might lose two, too, but you know, I'm gonna win the freaking third fight. So, so like, so this fight coming up, you know, I'm gonna win this third fight because I, you know, I can't lose three three in a row. So obviously something worked, right? Because after after losing to you, then rattle off six finishes in a row. Was was it something that just clicked for you that changed, or do you think it was you growing gradually over time? I think I think it was me growing gradually over time, as well as uh, being with the uh, with the new gym, you know. Yeah. Uh, with my new spawn partners, you know, everyone who who were who was you know committed to training, you know, who was uh, you know, um, like I said. The freaking atmosphere was completely different than what you know I was used to. So whenever I would see my uh, train, training partners at the gym every single day, you know, at, you know, when 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 class is done, you, you know, we're going running. You know, uh, you know, we we do our three miles after class. You know, uh, at my first gym, you know, we we didn't have that. You know, it was just you know everybody so sparring, and then you know that was it. You know, and. And then it was just the uh, quality, the uh, quality of training that that was given, and uh, and uh, uh, my training partner, you know. I mean, it was just it was just better quality training, you know. And I think that's 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 what made me, you know, involved into the fighter that that I I became. Cool. So, so Jacob, you get those six finishes in a row. Um, then you get the call for the Dana White Contender Series. What was that moment like for you? And what was that experience of just being involved, you know, with the UFC and and everything that comes with that? Man, that 
that experience was amazing, bro. It, it was like nothing I've ever experienced, you know. It's something that, you know, I could get used to, you know. And, and uh, uh, I mean, I was in awe at first. Like, I was like, holy shit, like, you know, this is serious, you know. The uh, freaking, not the PI, but the damn other place. Uh, the, where, where, where were they? There you go, they're fucking Apex. Man, that place was dope. Like, that place is bad. I mean, it was that belt on the walls and, and pictures and stuff on the walls, man. It was something that, you know, I, I wasn't even fucking expecting. But, uh, I mean, uh, whenever they called me for that, you know, I was like, man, let's go. Let's go, you know. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I didn't care who the opponent was or, or, or anything. All right. So, all right, so this big fight you got coming up this weekend, kind of tell us that what's at stake for you and what do you think of your opponent? Uh, my opponent, I think he's uh, he's okay. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't think he's better than the last two guys I fought. I mean, uh, you know, he has a, a pretty decent record. You know, we fought a lot of, of, the, of the same guys, you know, here in Texas. Um, uh, I don't see anything dangerous about him. Besides, besides, uh, probably his size. You know, I think when he comes in, I think he's probably gonna be a. He might weigh more than me, if 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 anything. But uh, uh overall, I think I'm 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 the better athlete, uh, the a better fighter. Uh, I, I think my uh, my cardio is much better than his. If it goes into the fourth or the fifth round, I'm gonna break him. I'm I'm gonna break him. When I fought Jeffrey. Uh, on my first fight on the contender series, if, if that would have been a five round fight, when I got hit, have been done. Cause that that third round, I, I turned it up, and when I got he was just speaking walking backwards. I mean, he wasn't even trying to fight, you know. And uh, uh, I I I took too long to turn it up. Uh, you know, uh, I I I thought I did pretty good the first round. Then the the second round, you know, I I I slacked. And that's when you know he turned it up. Then the third round, you know. I just brought it, and uh, well, God, he wasn't ready for that that kind of pressure, you know. But I mean, he got the uh, the um, decision or the split, you know, whichever it was. But uh, uh, the guy I'm fighting, he's okay. Um, what's was was weird is that my coach trained his coach when his coach fought in the damn UFC. So I mean, bro, everything is like this whole fucking texas community is small man so when got his coach his name is is uh is a peace Sprite. so peace Sprite used to fight in the ufc and my coach coach sauce so at least he used to train him as well you know so they're like friends and stuff so now it's like you know they're fighting out of san antonio we fight out of houston and you know so it's i mean it's all fun and love you know but you know, when that cage closes, you know, it's it's personal, man. For sure. So, hey, what are, you, what are your goals? This is something I ask all the guys. What are your goals for the rest of the year here in 2021? So, the, so, so my goal, uh, I'm, I'm, this is what I'm hoping. I'm, I'm hoping I, I win this fight, right? And then I get a fucking short notice call, like three, three, four day notice. Maybe somebody got COVID or can't make weight, they pull out, and then I save the day, I step in, I make weight, you know, I, I get that phone call, 
then I'm signed to them UFC or um, uh, Fury. They're having a another show um, April 18th. Or hopefully I could defend my belt again if I have to. You know, you know April 18th, and then uh, uh, you know maybe uh, tweet Mick or Dana that hey, you know I'm on a two fight win streak. You know what I got to do till I get on on the uh, the contender series again, or uh, a freaking short notice call, man. Uh, so you know those are my my goals is to to you know win this fight and then then hopefully. I get a car. If not, then I'll be fighting April 18th, and then you know, hopefully, I can get that fight again. Then at that time, I'll be uh, I'll be eight and four, you know, and which is it's pretty good, you know. So that's my goal, and and then I want to fight three times this year, if anything. Uh, I I like to fight uh, three times. So this time is one uh, Sunday, and then you know, two. more times cool all right i got one more for you and then billy's got a little rapid fire questions for you so um what what does it mean to you to be a martial artist and what is the most important thing that fighting has brought to your life so uh you know really i i wouldn't consider myself as a martial artist you know because uh i haven't really studied uh art form for me for many of years when i first started mma uh like i said i didn't even know how to fight like uh i first started with jab you know i first started to try to strip you know i i, I didn't know anything so then uh so so i don't consider myself as a, a a martial artist i just consider myself as you know someone who's who's trying his hardest so whenever i i i, I try to I, I, I try to have my daughter, you know, I want her to like, um, um, look up to me, you know, and I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm never going to quit, you know, I'm, I'm not going to quit doing anything. So if I see myself quitting, then, you know, I know that my daughter is, is watching me, you know, also, Hey, one second, check it out. This the owner, man, of fucking Fury Fighting Championship, brother. Hey, let's go. Hey, man, what's going on? Business, man. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a, a little podcast at the moment, man. Oh, you busy? Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm always busy, man. Sorry about that, man. All right, Jacob, let's do our rapid fire, and then we'll get you out of here because I know you're a busy man. I got. We do this with everybody. Five rapid fire questions. There's always a theme to them, usually not about MMA. Uh, this one, I know you're a Houston guy, so I did a Houston theme for you. Rapid fire, whatever comes to the top of mind. Ready? Yeah. Number one, what is the best restaurant in Houston? Mike Seafood. Number two, who is your favorite musician or rapper from Houston? It's a rapper called, uh, a rapper called Zero. Zero. There we go. Yeah. Number three. Which Houston athlete would be best at MMA? Oh, ooh! I was he. Oh man, bro, that's a good one. Uh, I would say Marlon Esparza. She's a boxer. She boxed yeah. in the uh, Olympics. I think she'll be really good. Really good. All right. Number four. What is the one thing you must do if you visit Houston? You gotta eat the barbecue. You gotta come to Mike's seafood as well, though. But I mean, <laughs> you gotta go. 
you gotta find a good barbecue spot, you know, and uh, go find some barbecue. If anything, you do. And then right. too, bro. Seafood. Last last question. If you could be mayor of Houston for a day, what would you do or change? Well, uh, I would probably give give myself a a a, a day. It'd be the fucking Jacob Silver Day or something like that. <laughs> and then you know I would uh <laughs> I'm so serious. And then I, I I would probably change uh I mean some laws. You know I I would try to give some 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 teachers a, a raise. Somehow, man, they they do a, a lot, and they're very, you know, on the pace, you know, and they're they're very on the appreciated, you know. So I would try to give them a, a, a raise, if anything. Love to hear it. Hey, he's Jacob Silva. Jacob, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. He's fighting this Sunday. Very big fight. Watch it. You're going to be fiending for MMA on Sunday after the big pay per view. So, Jacob, we can't wait to watch you this Sunday. Thank you so much. This is Parker's MMA show. Any last shout-outs, anything you want to get to the people before we sign off? Hey, man, I want to thank Drip Dynamic, Aiko Taco, Mike Seafood, uh, uh, who else? Tommy uh, Mingador, fucking law, law firm, uh, uh, fucking thing, Michael Emergency Room. Hey, everybody. Hey, man, I appreciate everything. Oh, and Metro Fight Club. I'll see y'all Sunday. Let's go. Boom. That's it. Jacob Silva, let's go. Sunday, tune in. That was Parker's MMA Show in episode 65. Thank you all. Like, see you all later. share, rate, subscribe, tell your friends, and we'll see you all next time. Texas Trees is the premier tree care company in the DFW area. Whether you need basic maintenance or specialized services, when it comes to trees, we've got you covered. Pruning, chipping, bracing, and cabling, even root barriers and disease control, we do it all. And if you aren't sure what you need, we have certified arborists on staff to point you in the right direction. Visit us at NorthTexasTrees.net. That's NorthTexasTrees.net. Thanks for listening to Parker's MMA Show. Take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and visit Parker Keen's MMA show.podbean.com for additional information on Parker and to stay up to date on the latest drama in the fight world. For more information and important links about today's episode, check out the show notes.